Welcome to Women's Survival Guide. I'm Kim Drucker Stockwell, your host for this podcast and the writer of the blog Women's Survival Guide posted on Substack. I interview women passionate about what they do in that now what phase of life with positivity and humor. And when I don't have an interview available, I write about something else. Either way, you'll most likely have a smile on your face when it's over. Enjoy! Open-toed heels and slinky dress, WSG 57, Valentine's Day, your color red, and learn to toot your horn. Happy almost Valentine's Day weekend. I love Valentine's Day because I'm crazy about the color red and its offspring, pink. It's also a great excuse to break out the color during the bleak winter season here in uh, New England. Ever think about how many different shades of red there are? Probably not, but I do. Don't even get me started on pink. And really, we are only a swish away from purple and orange, but focus, red. Red is a warmer color on the color wheel, and I have a link to the color wheel, but we can clearly see how reds become warmer as they move towards orange and cooler as they move toward blue. See below? I have all these um, fingernails that are painted different colors of red that I got from the internet. The left side has reds that are bluer and cooler and they're more like burgundy and then the other sides are warmer and they're more orangey and red. The reason I bring up cool and warm tones of red is to point out that different reds look better on different people. And just think, uh, this is off the cuff here, but red is Valentine's Day. Um, They're one and the same. So I don't know why red is for Valentine's Day. We could go into all sorts of things here. I did look it up and I almost did a whole thing on that. But for now, we're going to just stick to what's the best red for you. My skin gets a lovely yellowy blah to it in the winter, a greenish undertone. Gorgeous. But that means, according to the info I have below, I should lean towards the warmer color reds. Though a cool tone, like the NARS Chinatown, which they show on this chart, might be fetching in a goth sort of way on pasty skin. I don't know. Really, who cares? Red is red. Pick what you like. No one is going to shoot you for wearing a warmer, cool tone, despite the rising gun violence. Dress up? In In preparation for Valentine's Day... Some of us get the idea to dress up and it's not so pretty. You can't just throw yourself into open-toed heels and a slinky dress with rings and bangles without a little preparation, for God's sake. You'll need a loofah and a tub. Shave the legs or just cover them with opaque stockings. Let's say for the sake of romance, we shave the legs and get a pedicure and a manicure. All in the name of love, we bare our scaly legs and snaggly toes to the professional who has seen it all. She kindly keeps a straight face and breaks out the gardening shears to hack back your toenails. Now I've prepared you to choose the color that might look best on you with the above chart. And below with the skin tone cheat sheet. So pick pick out your warm or cool red and don't forget to match your lipstick. And I have two pictures of lips in a cool tone red and a warm tone red. The fun lesson, this fun lesson is from Beyond Words and perfectly shows the warm and cool differences between the reds and who should wear what. You will be all set to pick your red. In general, warm undertone ladies look best in orange reds, brick reds, peaches, peachy pinks, 
and corals, while those with cool undertones are complemented by lipsticks in the blue-based red, cranberry, wine, pink reds, and rosy pink spectrum. Consider the above photo, Exhibit A. Both are red lipsticks, right? But the one on the left is, quote, cool red, while the one on the right is, quote, warm red. Both sets of lips obviously belong to a young, fertile little minx, so don't feel badly about your lips in comparison to these above. And on an aside, it's all I can do not to recommend the Nora Ephron short story of how of um, I feel bad about my neck. It's funny. To make it easier, here's a little clip cheat sheet um, you can keep with you. And it has this list of like warm undertones and cool undertones. But you're going to have to look at the actual blog to read that because that's kind of more than I need to read right now. But um, And then I have a little ad. Tired of no good, very bad news? Well, come here and have a seat at the good news table. Subscribe to the Women's Survival Guide or pass it forward. I have a share button. Or tell us about it. Leave a comment. Next up, Yvonne Lafort. If you're looking for your Valentine out there on the open market, you're going to like the following interview with Yvonne Lafort. She's a career counselor and life transition guru who will help you discover you. Keep reading to discover what it takes to toot your own horn. And then I have a little poll on warm or red, warm tone red, cool tone red, no red. So you go to that nifty, blog and take that poll. It'll be fun. Maven of the week, Yvonne Lafort, career and and intercultural coach and trainer. (coughs) Excuse me. Yvonne Yvonne Lafort was teaching her class called Creating a Fulfilling Life in America at UC Berkeley to the spouses and partners of postdocs, visiting scholars and graduate students. Most of the spouses were women and all of them were international. The idea of the class was to give the spouses who had left their lives behind to follow their very busy partner to UC Berkeley a new a way to build a new life, at least temporarily. An unhappy spouse makes an unhappy postdoc or scholar is what the school found out. The class touched upon seeking volunteer work or employment for those eligible. When talking about best interviewing practices, Yvonne told the students they needed to, quote, toot their own horns. They told her they didn't understand what she meant. You know, they are from different countries. She had seen she had seen the same challenge in workshops she's been presenting for postdocs themselves at Columbia University and in her private practice. Cultures are different, Yvonne points out. In America, we are an individualistic society. We have all heard and tried. Ugh. We've all heard the tried and true Americanisms. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Self-made, self-reliant. God helps those who help themselves. Individualistic. We do know what toot your own horn means, even if we women aren't always so great at it. More on that later. And here's a little blurb about an article, Women in Self-Promotion, and a quote from the U.S. News by Robin Madel. As women, we're socialized to fulfill a caregiver role, make sure everyone around us is comfortable says Jessica Broom, founder and president at Southpaw Insights. We heard from so many women that they don't want to be seen as conceited or boastful, 
but 83% of women had been inspired by hearing other women's achievements. We have to see the big picture and remember how helpful it is to women, especially young women, when we let our own light shine. There's a link to that article in the blog. In Asia, being overly general, she said the focus is on harmony, conformity, and what's best for the team. There's a Japanese saying, the nail that sticks up gets hammered down, not individualistic. Europe has a bit of both. Spain and Portugal are more collectivist and group-oriented, valuing relationships with others. Germany and Northern Europe are more like America and that they place a greater value on personal independence. This is all in general. Just the facts, Jack E. So in her class, she explained to the students to, quote, put their best foot forward. And they looked at her confused. No, I'm just kidding. And to talk about themselves in a positive way, thus tooting their own horns. She told them she did not mean to brag about themselves using the ego, but to talk about themselves by presenting relevant facts. The ability to talk about oneself in this manner takes practice and may not feel comfortable at first. Yvonne and I talked about how girls were not taught to be assertive in the past, but things may be looking up. She told me a little side story about her friend's daughter who was 27 and realized her value had grown at her company, so she did something about it. After doing some serious legwork outside her firm, she arranged for a meeting with her boss. So she went to the meeting well prepared. She asked for a raise and a promotion and presented her company with a letter from a competitor with an offer and matching and position matching what she was asking for. She got a raise and position without having to leave her current firm. She did her homework and proved her value with facts. Go team. The trouble with facts. A lot of women do suffer from what Yvonne referred to as the imposter syndrome. They feel that they aren't as competent or intelligent as others might think. Some women also fear how they'll be perceived if they self-promote. Assertive women can be considered vulgar and arrogant. Somehow assertive men are not thought of as such. If a woman is being told she needs to toot her own horn and name toot her own horn and name her strengths to land a job, she cannot also have negative thoughts of am I good enough? This line of thinking is not good for networking or job applications, obviously. As Yvonne says, if you want to network, you have to give information about yourself, what you've done, how good you are at certain skills that are relevant to the job for which you are applying or seeking. How to communicate what's unique and interesting about you without turning the listener off is practice. With practice, we get more comfortable. It makes perfect sense. This is one of the exercises she does in her workshops and in mock interviews with clients. What um, We are meant to look at an interview the way an actress looks at a play. There is a script. There is rehearsal. It becomes natural. If asked, what is your greatest strength? Or tell me about yourself. You have your script ready. Yvonne has you look inside yourself. What are your strengths? Is it organizing space, managing people, writing? Then what are your three strengths as they apply to this job? You need to be able to answer for yourself. What are you good at? What do you enjoy? Then you need to learn how to communicate this in a story-like fashion. We shifted gears to the empty nest. 
career change at midlife, retiring, and general life transitions. Helping people, quote, rediscover themselves is one of the core challenges that people have when they're in transition. She looks at the question, who am I now that dot, 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 my kids are gone, I am retired, I am divorced, etc. What is important now? She would have you answer this question, the questions, what are my interests, values, and skills, leading to a path of self-discovery, my work balance, what, my work-life balance, full-time or part-time, in-person or not. In addition to working with private clients, Yvonne has created a number of different workshops and women's groups along the way that have paralleled where she is in her own life. From career into motherhood, rediscovering yourself in the midst of motherhood, and then from motherhood into career, crayons to careers, a piece of advice to pass along to our friends and daughters from Yvonne. If you're going to step out of the workforce temporarily to raise kids, try to keep in touch with former coworkers and people in your field. Go to conferences, go to lunches with colleagues, try to stay up to date and relevant, take classes, or just find ways to expand your resume. For instance, when Yvonne was a stay-at-home mom and she was volunteering at her son's preschool planning events, she gave herself the title social events coordinator. See a need and fill it, then name it and stick it on your resume. To learn more about Yvonne's work or to contact her, visit her website, and I have it right there, yvonnelafort.net. And then that's all for now. I And I have a picture of me in a dress. It's not a very pretty picture of me, but it is a great dress. And that's about it. Thank you and happy Valentine's Day weekend and enjoy the red.